Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, September 21st. It's actually uh, mid-afternoon when I'm recording this because it's been quite a wild day on my end. You likely won't see this in your feed until Friday, and that's likely going to be the way it's going to work moving forward. You'll get the last podcast of the week, which uh, has typically been the Thursday podcast, on either Thursday or Friday, uh, depending on uh, what the office schedule is. The office is typically closed on Thursday, so that gives them a little bit of time to uh, be able to get it up uh, posted and uh, gives me or whomever may be recording it that day gives us time to uh, get it figured out to our uh, the end of the week is just a little different at the office. And so uh, we'll probably just shift that a bit so that uh, you will see you w- will see a fourth podcast in your feed every week. But sometimes it'll show up on Thursday. Sometimes it'll show up on Friday. It'll be a big surprise. Won't that be exciting? So anyway, just wanted to let you know that's what's going on there. Hope you're doing well as we move towards the end of the week and uh, start to uh, move into fall. September 21st, the first day of fall officially. Uh, for those of you who know me, you know I'm excited about the prospect of that. I'll be more excited when the highs are starting with a 5 instead of with a 7 or an 8. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Um, so uh, we are wrapping up this uh, kind of mini-series that I've called Echoes of Eden on story as we talk about the story uh, arc of the scriptures, the meta narrative of the scriptures, creation, fall, redemption, restoration. And what I've tried to do over the course of the week is tie those latter three back to the creation story to see the importance of why we need to dwell in and really get our uh, arms around the creation story. Because it's so important for us to understand what we've come from, what God's original intent was, so that we can understand the work that's happening in uh, the the, the work of God, the way that God has uh, worked throughout history ties in many ways back to the story of Genesis. It actually uh, brings us back into the way God uh, originally intended for things to be, and that's the restoration plan that he's put forth. And so uh, we looked on uh, Tuesday at the idea of fall and how uh, understanding uh, what our uh, what our original intent was helps us to understand the fall uh, and understand sin and uh, why uh, sin even means anything apart from uh, it needs to have a uh, kind of a, a, a foil, you know, a, a, an understanding of what, what good was or what uh, was intended so that we can understand what is now broken. And so that's uh, the the conversation we had on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we talked about how that ties to redemption and how it's so important for us to understand um, where people come from so that our redemption, our identities in Christ and the way that he has made us, uh, the image of Christ that we bear, rather than are uh, just simply in not sinning. Because, uh, of course, we will go through times in our lives where sin is a regular part of our lives and we're fighting against it. Um, or And we'll go through times in our lives where we're victorious over sin. But um, either way, our identity is back in the way that God has created us to be, the person that God's made us to be in the image and likeness of God. Well, today we're going to wrap up with this talk of restoration. And restoration is such a key part of the story. Um, it's really the, the um, reason, from my perspective, the story tool is so important for us. Because we need to have an understanding that um, that redemption isn't the end of the story. We don't uh, just cross the line of salvation. For so many people, the gospel has been narrowed down to this very small part of uh, Jesus' life, which is really Jesus' death and resurrection. 
And that's it. And um, don't get me wrong, that plays a significant role um, in the gospel narratives. Almost half of the gospel narratives are given to the last week of Jesus' life. And so there's a lot of uh, information there leading up to the cross. So for sure, that's really, really important. And of course, the whole concept of justification is a really significant part of our theology and what it means to be a follower of Jesus. But it's not all of it. Um, it, it. It should give us pause that that was never the way that Jesus preached the gospel. Jesus preached the gospel by saying the kingdom of God is at hand. There's a new kingdom that he's bringing in. You remember from Luke chapter 4, the quote from uh, the book of Isaiah, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to preach good news to the poor, to uh, to have good news for uh, the captives, that, to, that that there are there's healing, that there's uh, freedom. You know, this is the declaration of the kingdom that the kingdom of God is come. That was the way Jesus talked about the gospel. And so for us, we need to have a robust enough version of the gospel that it's not simply Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but that um, that Jesus is inviting us into a new way of living. And as part of that invitation into a new way of living, he's inviting us into his work that he's doing. And that's the beauty of Ephesians chapter one, where he uh, Paul talks about the the way that we are pre uh, that, that we have been uh, saved in Christ that He knew uh, our our predestination towards salvation uh, that before the foundations of the earth He had chosen us He has called us He's loved us but as He invites us into this this movement of uh, of redemption He then moves us into the the bringing together under the headship of Christ all things. And we're a part of that. That's not just something God's doing out there somewhere, but it's actually something that he's invited us into, that we are getting to step into as uh, as redeemed people who are now part of the re- restoration work of uh, of Jesus. In uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, Paul says that we are ministers of reconciliation. Uh, we are those who are, uh, are, are helping reconcile people back to God. And I would argue uh, that whole work of bringing the broken, earth back under the headship of Christ. Uh, that's all the restoration work that we're invited into. And uh, that that ties us back to our original, uh, the, the original calling that was placed on us in Genesis chapter 1, that we were supposed to, supposed to fill the earth and subdue it, that we were uh, supposed to be um, doing the, the work of cultivation, uh, what uh, we talked about on Sunday as co-creation with God, serving with God as uh, creators alongside of him underneath his headship uh, that are doing the creative work of, of subduing the earth and, um, and, and cultivating the earth. And that's where the beauty of the parallel between the first two chapters of the Bible and the last two chapters of the Bible come in. Uh, it's really worth, if you've never done that exercise before, to read through the first two chapters and then flip all the way to the back and read through the back two chapters. And you're going to find some fascinating parallels, uh, things like uh, geographical markings, uh, things like rivers and the way that water uh, figures in the uh, the uh, presence of God and the way the presence of God works in uh, both the beginning and the end of the story, the uh, way that people are described uh, at being at peace and uh, having uh, a full sense of uh, of satisfaction, contentment, and fulfillment in the presence of Jesus. Uh, there's there's so much there that parallels, and there really does seem to be a a tie between the restoration work that is happening when the new heavens and the new earth 
our uh, our our new reality and uh the the beauty of eden that there is a tie between the two that this was ultimately the plan of god and god will ultimately bring us back into uh, what he always desired for the world around us to be like and so when we uh when we understand restoration through that echo of Eden, when we look back, we recognize that um, we, we have a part in it and we will have a part in it. So for instance, um, we're going to work in heaven. Work was something that was given to us in Genesis 1 and it won't be taken away from us. We will continue to work. We won't toil. Uh, it won't be hard in the way that work is hard now. We won't have more to do and, and not enough hours to do it. We won't be uh, trying to get something to go, and it just won't ma- won't operate. You know, it just won't work. Uh, we we won't have those kinds of issues, but we will be productive. We will be creative. We will be uh, doing things that will bring uh, peace and joy and help to the world around us. Uh, that's part of the new creation. It's not just part of the uh, the beginnings. It's also going to be part of the end. It's going to be part of how we operate in eternity. As we operate in the new heaven and the new earth, uh, there's going to be uh, a, a a sense of us interacting with one another, not just uh, facing the throne in a an eternal worship service, but uh, interacting together with one another. How's that going to work? I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure what it's going to be, but I know that there won't be sin in the middle of it. We won't sin against one another in the way that we view one another, in the way that we uh, talk about or talk to one another. Uh, there's, it's going to be pure and beautiful, but we're still going to do it. There's going to be lots of connection that we're going to have with one another. So that relationship to work, that relationship to the earth, that relationship to one another, that relationship to God, and that relationship to ourselves, uh, that um, we, will, we will be very comfortable with who we are. We'll be settled into the identity that we've been given by God. Um, I think that's part of the beauty in the book of Revelation of the uh, the new name that's written on that white stone, that sense of our, our true identity that we're able to rest within. Restoration is the ultimate goal. It's out in front of us, and it's intended to, uh, to be there so that we recognize we're saved to something, uh, not just to an eternal heaven in the future, but uh, the work of God now that we get to pass into uh, the kingdom that is now. And so I want to encourage you this weekend, live into that kingdom. Uh, have uh, have intentionality towards living into the kingdom of God among us. Well, I'm looking forward to being able to see you all Sunday afternoon at the church picnic. Don't miss the picnic. What a great opportunity. As I said to you yesterday, I'll be at Spring Grove Church in the morning, so you'll have Jonas on the second half of uh, that story tool. And then the following week, we're going to jump into the fall practice series, which I'm really excited about. I think it's going to be a really fun series and uh, really looking forward to that. So um, until then, may the grace and peace of Jesus be yours. May you sense his spirit on you, uh, within you, and transforming you from the inside out. Uh, and may he flow from you to a waiting and watching world, a world that needs to know him. Have a great rest of the day, and I will hope to see all of you on Sunday afternoon at the picnic. Until then, uh, grace and peace to you.